This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan again this morning. And at, at this time, wherever, whatever time it is where you are, and uh, blazing the path of the hearts of sinners. Yes, old, tra- old Trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis. I've been here with you for a long, long time. Many of you have been with me a long time. Some may have just joined recently as we've gone on to a few new stations back there two or three months ago. But the old trailblazer is alive and well and kicking, and old Dan is getting along. And uh, folks are sending a little money in here now and then to get old Dan a sack of feed. And uh, the old trailblazer is just happy to be back with you. The Lord has been gracious to us all of this past year. We have much to be thankful for. And the Bible says, give thanks in all things. Well, the old trailblazer likes to do that. I thank the Lord for for uh, the grace that he's given us. But I like to thank the Lord for the secular blessings, the, the, the material blessings, how the Lord has blessed us. The old trailblazer has uh, three grown children and five grandchildren. I thank the Lord for them. And then I thank the Lord for you folks. Many, many, many letters have I gotten over the years and over the emails and, and uh, phone calls. And folks are telling me how they appreciate it. I just conducted a funeral last week for a lady, dear lady, and uh, spoke when I go to conduct a funeral, I don't I don't heap laurels upon the dead. No, the Bible says to preach the gospel, and that's what I do. So after the service, uh, the funeral director come to me at the gravesite and just told me, said, Pastor, I want to just tell you how much I appreciate the message, and 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 I know our message is a strange message maybe to some folks talking about we talk about the holy spirit awakening souls we talking about how that we are holy spirit convicts us of our sins and opens our hearts and lets us see ourselves as we are and then grants us grace to trust the lord whom we uh know and read about read of the bible in the bible how that christ died for sinners that's our only evidence my friend i have folks who tell me well the lord spoke to me no the lord didn't speak to you in an autumn voice well i heard a voice no you didn't hear if you heard it was a voice of satan but the lord lets us see through the preaching of the gospel the greatness of his uh of his majesty and his love for us and then but we can stop and thank the lord for his blessing and i want to thank the lord for the blessings of the ministry here the old time old-fashioned pastor preaching under pastor shelton back there years ago and pastor hg gayo and brother messer and brother coles and other other different ones that I have mentioned over the years, uh, brother Doctor Copeland came here for years and off and on and preached revival services for us. And then I mentioned one time about a young preacher they had here before I came, and I read of him. Oh, brother Joe Granier, I heard, I remember him. And then we had other folks. We had uh, mission leaders, brother J B Shelton over there in Mobile, Alabama, who was true to the souls of men. He and I were great friends, and I would go over there sometime years ago and hold services for him in his home. And he was all all about getting out the gospel. And then we had uh, others, diff- different ones, that uh, preached the gospel here and there and yonder. Brother Robinson there in Hattiesburg, Brother uh, brother uh, brother Edward Hale used to be here. I-, I praise the Lord for those folks. I may not agree with everything one of them said, but my friend, they were preaching the gospel, and I was a lost sinner. All I wanted to do was hear the gospel. And one of the things I found, an awakened sinner has no criticism for who stands in the pulpit. It doesn't matter who he is, whether he's black, white, or purple, or green. If he's bringing God's message, 
then I honor him. I honor him. I do. And I praise the Lord that the Lord gives us sense enough uh, to know when a man speaks error. Pastor Shelton used to tell us, you know, a cow, when she's eating hay, she gets to a piece of barbed wire or some straw. She spits that out and goes on down the road. Well, we know we spit out the hay, don't we? We spit out the barbed wire and go on. But I want to go back. We're still in the in the um, studies on blood redemption. We're coming down to the close of them. This will be the last week on those studies. But let me go back and look. First of all, we saw blood in the garden there where, where uh, Adam and, and Eve were, were uh, ran from the Lord when they saw that they were naked. Then we saw blood upon the altar in the east of the garden there when uh, when Cain and Abel came to sacrifice and Cain, Abel brought the lamb of his flock. Then we saw the blood of the covenant. We saw there Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide when Abraham took uh, Isaac up there on the Mount Moriah to, to sacrifice him. And the Lord spared him and gave him that, that verse, Jehovah Jireh. Then we saw the blood on the doorpost. We, we went deeply into that study on how the uh, Hebrew children were delivered from the hands of Pharaoh by blood and by power. They went behind the door, sprinkled the blood upon the door. Everything is all dependent upon the blood. I told someone yesterday, we were thinking, we were talking along this line. I said, it's all because of the blood. In our last Wednesday night service, I mentioned, it's the blood. The blood makes a difference, my friend. Then we saw the sin offering, how that our blessed Lord was there on the cross as an offering, as an atonement for our sin. We saw the blood on the mercy seat, how that uh, the mercy seat was there in the tabernacle as a picture of our blessed Lord and the cherubims overshadowing the mercy seat and the, the tables of the law were there. But then we saw uh, the great day of atonement. Oh, my friend, you know what that word atonement means? A covering, it does. And then now this is this will be our last week in this particular study on blood in the Old Testament. And we're going to be looking at a fountain of cleansing. Have you ever thought about that, my friend? Oh, uh, a fountain of cleansing. There's a scripture that says, is there no balm in Gilead? My friend, uh, I, I come here oftentimes completely uh, maybe unaware of what to say, how to say anything. But at this time, I want to mention, are we looking at blood? The blood, the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. There's no forgiveness of sin. And I tell my folks here, and I tell you who are listening to me over the Internet, over the radio, it's the blood. Have you ever pled the blood? Have you ever come to Christ seeing yourself hopeless and helpless and doomed and damned? And what do you do? Plead the blood. I told a young man a Thursday, uh, I said, plead the blood plead the blood. He's crying out, wanting to be saved, don't know what to do, don't know where to turn. Don't. I said, just forget everything that's passed and gone. Forget everything you've heard. Forget all of the criticism that you've been criticized for this and that and the other, and look away from those things and begin to plead the blood. Lord, Lord, have mercy upon me because the blood of Christ was shed as an atonement, as a covering for my sin. That's the secret, my friend, pleading the blood. Without the blood, there's no uh, salvation. We, we sing a song here, there's power in the blood, wonder-working power. It's in the blood. 
we, we have a modern-day religion today out there in the world where folks are invited to join the church. Join the church is not salvation, my friend. That's not salvation. Let's just get a grip on life. Salva- salvation is is trusting the Lord because he has provided a covering for you, not walking down some aisle and shaking some preacher's hand, no matter whether he's a high-rolling preacher or whether he's a low-rolling low preacher under a brush arbor somewhere. None of that stuff is salvation. Salvation is, first of all, by this power of the Holy Spirit coming to see yourself as a poor sinner, a poor old sinner. Oh, I have folks write me once in a while, some fella, don't call me a sinner. Well, my friend, I don't call you a sinner. If you never see yourself as a sinner, you'll never be saved. I can tell you that. That's a dogmatic statement. If you miss Holy Spirit conviction, seeing yourself as a sinner, you won't never be saved. You will never be saved, my friend. You will join that host of folks who are cast out into outer darkness because they never saw themselves. They never pled the blood. They never come to Christ seeking mercy. Have you ever sought mercy, my friend? I'm, I'm trying to be true to your soul. I'm trying to be right down where we live, right down where the rubber meets the road. Where, where are you going to spend eternity? I asked those folks at that funeral Thursday. I said, where are you folks going to spend eternity? Would you stop and think with me just a moment? Where am I going to spend eternity? And I often ask folks here to go in the mirror and go in the bathroom and look in the mirror, open your eyes wide open and say, where am I going to spend eternity? Where am I going to spend eternity? You truckers out there on the highway, you old truck drivers hauling that hazmat stuff behind you could go out into eternity in a moment's notice with a load of steel or a load of something behind you. I said, when you get out at the break room up there at the next truck stop, go in the break room there and look in the mirror. You don't have to tell nobody. Just look in that mirror and say, you know, Trailblazer, you asked me to look in this mirror. I'm going to look. Where am I going to spend eternity? The greatest thing in this life, my friend, is to be saved. The only thing in this life that you will ever know, ever accomplish, is to be saved. Not to have riches and gold and silver and high society and a reputation and all of those things. Think about those things. They don't, they don't, they don't, my friend, they don't, uh, the Lord is not in that. No, no, but the Lord is in a poor old sinner finding out that he's a sinner in need. Have you ever been in need? Oh, Trailblazer, been in need a lot. Oh, one day I came to see myself. I, I was just like everybody else. I walked around. I had a job. I had a wife and family. I had to work, pay for, pay my bills and all of those things. I wasn't a hermit in a cave somewhere. No, no, you don't do that. You come to the Lord as a poor old sinner in the dark of night and go out on the back porch in the shade, the evening shade, Go out there on the little old pond that I got in the swing back there under a shed and sit down there and say, thank you, Lord, for saving this old sinner. Or if you're not saved, you can go out there behind the barn. Or while you're on your big old tractor up there baling hay or cutting, cutting anything on your tractor, cutting grass maybe, Lord, save me. Lord, would you save me? You folks who hear me here, many of you know me. Many of you have heard me uh, there in the tabernacle in New Orleans used to come there before we move after Katrina. I'm asking you, are you looking to the Lord? You folks who send your tithe here, are you looking to the Lord? Or you just got a feel-good religion? I'm asking you. I'm being true to your soul this morning, my folks. I could call the name of 100 people right here without hesitating, my friend, but I won't do that. I'm running out of time. 
and are just getting started. We're looking at this study. We'll pick it up tomorrow on the fountain of cleansing. Does that whet your appetite at all? Remember, the old trailblazer, my address, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. My phone number here, air code 225-664-8658. Goodbye, and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis.